Hello everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast. Kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Welcome everyone to today's podcast. And today I'm joined by Siobhan Fox, who is an unconventional business mentor and marketing strategist. And her business is Reveal Marketing. She also hosts a mentoring membership called Unconventional Business Academy. Also, it doesn't say in her bio, but she's just told me just before we started this recording that she's actually starting her own podcast as well. So at some point, make sure uh, you check her out for the podcast. Uh, after a grueling corporate and agency career in marketing, she started her business nearly three years ago to work three days a week and spend two days a week with a little boy who's now four and off to school this year. And listen, she's put on her bio here, but she sent me a little exclamation mark after off to school this year. I'm not sure whether that's a yay for her or yay for him, but we'll find out more about that a little bit later. Um, Siobhan mentors high empathy, low BS business owners who want to have a work-life blend that works for them with a large slice of business and marketing strategy, a dollop of imagination. I love that word, dollop of imagination and a generous helping of laughs. Siobhan lives here in the UK in Winchester in Hampshire with her cat, her husband, son. And when she's not at a desk, you'll find her spending time with family and friends, reading Knitting. Now, that's when I read that, I thought, I'd be interested to see what kind of person you You don't appear to be a knitting person, although I'm probably being quite knittist by saying that. Uh, b- purely because of the next thing, because these two listeners don't go together in my mind. Knitting or jumping into freezing cold rivers for fun. So they're, they're, they're complete opposites for me, unless you're obviously knitting the woolly suits to jump into the cold rivers with, I don't know. But welcome to today's podcast, you're all good to have you with us. Uh, amazing intro thank you so much for having me first question then the exclamation mark after the little four-year-old's going to school is that a yay for him or yay for you or yay for both oh it's a it's mixed feelings I just well I know it's a cliche they grow up so fast but Mm. I'm really I'm looking at him recently just going oh you're an actual kid now you're a kid you're not you've lost all of your babyhood chubbiness yeah. and all of that like you're a proper kid off to sort of start your the first bit of your education I don't know it seems like yeah, a big yeah. landmark moment but I'm actually gonna um drop his days at nursery and spend a bit more time with him in the run up to school okay, and that's do, a nice. bit, do a bit more one-on-one and just try and make the most of that because then we're locked into school holidays um yeah. and I'm locked into short days yeah 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 and that and I think that's a great thing to do as well. I've, I've had a couple of friends. My, my wife's a, a nanny and looks after children. I know some of some of the families that she's looked after have, have done that with nursery as well. It's a good good lead up just to re, re-establish that bond, definitely. Mm-hmm. So knitting and jumping into freezing cold rivers, is it freezing cold rivers because you, you like swimming in them or is it just jump in and jump back out because you like the, the plunge pool effect? Oh, no, I'm definitely a swimmer. I don't get my head in. Um, I've got too much hair for that. Right. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, the swimming started about – it's nearly my swimversary at the end of – oh, it might even be today. 
Right. Or yesterday, I missed it. Yeah. But yeah, um, one of my friends started cold water swimming uh, about a year and a half ago, and she just kept saying to me every week, get in the river, get in the river, Siobhan, get in the river. And one yeah. day I went, okay. And yeah, the benefits to your physical health, your mental health, the community aspect of meeting up with a bunch of other nutters to do it, um, yep. being out outside early in the morning, um, being immersed in nature. Yeah, it's been a game changer for, for me. And I am, it's my thing that I find I have to do at least twice a week. I start right, getting right. a bit twitchy and itchy if I don't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so many people seem to enjoy it and become quite obsessed Mm-hmm. with with doing it and not missing it you know irrespective yeah. of the weather and seem to take joy in putting photos on facebook with a thermometer showing how yep. cold it actually is how yep. cold can i go you know it's that kind i'm one of, of thing, those i'm one of those <laughs> but i i just think the high that you get afterwards is like nothing else and you just have this you know like you're really switched on all day you take the yeah. clarity with you and that yeah i've actually looked on my fitbit and my heart rate has been lower on average for the last year compared to oh. the year before oh, that's interesting. so yeah it really does and my immune system is a lot stronger than it yeah, used yeah. to be I get way fewer migraines I sleep better yeah just the benefits yeah, endless yeah. it's incredible oh, but the exactly. knitting is fairly new um that's because one of my clients hand dyes yarn and she got me into the fact that maybe knitting was cooler than I thought it was. So um, we all got COVID in January, all three of us. So when we were locked indoors together, I taught myself to knit just for something to do. Um, I I did a a study group uh, in our village a couple of years ago now, and we had some, I don't think it was knitting, but it was something that involved knitting needle type things. Um, And she, she would actually sit there in the study group talking listening and knitting at the same time and that always amazed me you know it's like trying to pat your head and rub your stomach at the same yes. time isn't it yeah how, how do you do that but uh, yeah well good luck with both of those going back to warmer things then tell us a little bit about the the coffee that you're drinking today and why uh so it's mozo which is made locally in uh hampshire although right. i think they've expanded out to france and they're like the most for me the nicest coffee I can get at a reasonable price okay. uh, because some of the ones locally here the coffee is delicious but it's so expensive so yeah we have a bean to cup machine that we invested in lovely when we had our little boy um because caffeine was life back then when (laughs) he was a baby um so yeah the this well usually when we sit down at our desks uh me and my husband we sit down with a coffee and yeah, it's a nice cup of mozo, but with oat milk. Cause oat milk. Oh, I'm right, not okay. a dairy fan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't mind oat milk. Um, it's growing on me. I think I prefer it to some of the, the soya milks and things like that. Definitely. Yeah. So you showed me your mug uh, earlier on that you're drinking your coffee out of. And I know the listeners can't can't see it, but just just describe the mug to us because you're you're the first guest that's actually had the word <laughs> coffee on their mug. So just describe it to us. Um, so yeah, it's done like a sort of medicine uh, design. So it says like coffee, three hundred and fifty milliliters. Take prescription by mouth. Take one sip at a time until course of medication has ah, been completed. Cool. And then it says to be taken when tired, and yep. expires when cold. Refill when empty. Right. Oh, I like uh, that. It is, it is my medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you get that from? Is it was that uh, local? It was a or? gift. 
was it? Yeah, ah, yeah. yeah. someone that knows me well. Yeah, someone, yeah, that cherish those gifts then, don't you? Definitely. Yeah. So you, you've mentioned, obviously, the coffee that you're drinking today, but have you got, irrespective of, of cost, if you're going to be extravagant or you want something that you really love um, to drink, what's, what's your favourite coffee? Um, I think that's when I would go out to one of our local cafes. Yeah. Like most of our local cafes here in Winchester are affiliated with some sort of local roastery. Okay. So, yeah, there's a new coffee shop that's opened near me that does cacao. Right. And so you can get coffees with cacao and medicinal mushrooms in. And yeah, yeah. That, and we've had a lot like of a, we've had a lot of guests. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of guests in the yeah the praises of mushroom based coffees. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's my real treat is to yeah, sit yeah. in there and have a a shroom brew. Yeah, yeah. It's. As, as I'm listening to you, though, it sounds you've you've mentioned roasteries, you've mentioned the local coffee that you're drinking there. It sounds like Winchester is almost the the, the coffee capital of the UK at the moment. Because we, yeah. we have nothing like that around <laughs> us in Newark. Not that I'm aware of, it might be, but we just don't shout about it enough. Oh, we've got loads of roasteries around here. You'll really? like there are lots of places that you'll go and you'll smell that burnt toast smell. Yeah, yeah. You'll be like, oh, there's oh. another one popped up around here. Yeah, it is. We have a big, a big line in coffee shops, yeah. and they're always opening. I don't know what it is. I suppose it's quite a cafe sort of city. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah nice to sit and look and look at the buildings and the scenery, etc. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of young parents who need it to survive. It's kind of Nappy yes. Valley here. <laughs> Nappy Valley. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. The two go together. So we <laughs> we. I don't quite get the knitting and the jumping to freezing cold rivers <laughs> together, but I, I get the nappy, nappy valley and the coffee. Uh, that definitely makes sense. <laughs> definitely makes sense. So thinking about your, your own business, you've been in business three years and obviously come out of that corporate agency career that you, you mentioned uh, in the bio that I read out. Tell us a little bit about what you've been evolving or working on. You know, what have you overcome? Just tell us a little about some of the, the, the backstory behind you and your own business? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that stands out when I look back is how much conditioning and thinking and gunk I had to unpick and unwind from being an employee in a corporate okay. environment for so long. You know, things like I should be at my desk at nine o'clock. And it probably yeah. took me a couple of years to go, no, you don't you can mm. sit down at your desk whenever you want um so yeah I used to I'm trying to pull it back now because I'm trying to prepare myself for school timings but yeah I, I started uh, not sitting down at my desk till 10 o'clock and just spending the first couple of the hours of, de of the day easing in yeah. um, uh, I don't know things like I look back now one of my first prospects I went to see her in real life because it was before covid and I took yeah. a I took a six page proposal <laughs> yeah you've done it I've, I've got a like a, a desk easel that I used to stand and do a presentation <laughs> on yeah <laughs> and it was the, the six pager is a is a known tool uh, I used to work for Amazon so there's a yeah. one pager and a six pager and you will never see a PowerPoint they don't do PowerPoints at Amazon oh, right. and I okay. and I took her a six pager and she actually like bless her like the for giving me the feedback and being honest but she was essentially yeah. just like what the hell is this yes yeah 
And it was that, such a moment of going, oh, hang on. I get to decide how I do these things. I get to make a flashy PDF or just talk or, uh, you know, it's all, I'm the boss. It took me a yeah, while, yeah. I think, to realise I'm the boss. I get to yeah, decide yeah. what I do here. So, yeah, that's one of the biggest surprises about coming out of corporate is undoing all of that stuff and then realising yeah. what do I want to make, you know? Yeah, yeah. And what kind of difference has that made to you personally then do you think you know what what kind of revelations or insights has have you experienced yourself because of that uh well one it's now basically how i help my clients it's one of the biggest things i help them with is creating a business that works for them not the other way around um so it's become the thing that i sell uh And the other thing I think is, you know, not having Sunday night blues and just, you know, I've, I've had Friday, Saturday, Sunday with my, with my little boy and my husband. And then Monday I sit down, I can't wait to sit down and get started. Like I actually yeah, yeah. enjoy my work Yeah. and yeah. I can't be a full-time mum. I just, I hats off to people that do it. I love my son, but we would drive each other nuts if we spent yeah. all of our time together. But the time I spend away from him, I want it to yeah. mean something. I want to enjoy it. I want it to be, to fill me up or fill a yeah. different part of me. So yeah, the time that I spend at my desk, I love it. I just, yeah, it's, I feel like it's not that thing about if you do what you love, you won't work a day in your life that I'm, I'm living right. it. That's how I it absolutely feels. Agree. Absolutely agree. And I think for me, you know, one thing that somebody told me when I first started my, my own business, you know, way back in the nineties was that, because yeah, everybody was about succession, exiting your business, you know, financial freedom. And the first coach that I ever worked with said, freedom is not about finance. It's not about exiting your business. It's about having choice. It's about yeah. getting up today and deciding what you do today, today. And knowing that you can decide to do something different. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting what you say there about getting that work balance because obviously you say you help people do that and it's important that you do that yourself what do you mean by um a dollop of imagination you know you you talk about you know giving people a a marketing strategy just explain a little bit why that dollop of imagination is important I think that is the bit where you realise you can do it whatever whatever way you want to do it. Right. Sorry, my cat's just. Listen, <laughs> her... what we've got is a, is a is a cat on the desk <laughs> that seems to, uh, luckily, it's spending most of its time pointing its head towards me because yeah, usually <laughs> people people in my membership community get the other view. Yes. <laughs> like yes. Right on the right next to the camera. Okay, can you leave now? That was nice. Bye. Um, well, well, my best friend in the world, by the way, uh, had had a black cat called uh, Lucy, and I've got a cat now, many many years later, called Lucy. But he he was a bit of a tease, and he used to uh, when he got two kids sat on the sofa, he used to sort of stroke Lucy down the head, down the back, and then he'd stroke her tail and lift her up by the tail, and he'd <laughs> turn around to the kids and say, "Look, one eye," and it was always like, "No, that's just so wrong. You, sh- you shouldn't be doing that." <laughs> But listeners, we've nearly had that, but not quite. Yeah. Oh, cookie. Um, yeah, the imagination, I think, from comes from embracing that freedom, like you say, that you can do it your way, that you, you know, that you're in charge. And I think 
what I try to do, what I'm working more and more on is bringing all of myself to my business, letting yeah. go of this idea of being this professional um, stuffy person and going, yeah. you know, I write fiction, I swim in the river, I am exploring my spiritual side. Yeah. yeah. I do, I do Reiki, you know, like there's loads of bits of me. I can bring all of those to my job and yeah. they are what makes me really good at creating um, business and marketing strategy for people because it's not just about the, I always say to people, you know, your business is you, you are your business. It's not two separate things. Yeah. So, yeah. It's things like um, I ran a masterclass last year to help people out with their marketing message. And we started off, I got them to always close their eyes and do a visualization and right. just imagine all their favorite clients in a room and imagine what they would talk about. And I, thus far don't really see other people talking about marketing in the way I do no no but I'm trying no. to sort of bring it out of its box and put it make it more real and tangible and more fun quite frankly yeah, yeah. like yeah, it yeah. doesn't all have to be boring <laughs> no and I know you 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 use the word unconventional um several times in your, in your bio and I, you know I think that comes out in what you just said there but that to me is a really good definition of the reveal part yeah. of the marketing in, in your business name as well because it's enabling people to see something a, a reveal for me is something that uh, perhaps I know is there but it's not visible it's not it's not real you know it doesn't feel something I can touch so yeah I, I love that so that's the kind of impact it's had on on you and I know many of the listeners perhaps have also left corporate life uh, and are struggling to make that that transition and I love the unpicking the gunk side of it <laughs> uh, I think that's a great way of describing it. what kind of difference do you think it's made to your business um well it's definitely allowed me to make more money in less time right good that's always a win-win I, I like that <laughs> which yep. is always the thing I talk about one of my little phrases I always say is the answer to building your business is never to spend more time on it Oh, right, like that. And then, I, yep. and it's one of those ones I drop, and I leave people for a few seconds, and they go, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So let's do that. Let's do that right now because I think that's really important. Then, so for the listeners, give us that, and let's have a three or four second pause at the end, just so the listeners get to have that drop in as well. The way to build your business is never to spend more time on it. And there you go. So listeners, do something <laughs> with that. Think about that. Contemplate that. I think that's that's really important. So obviously that's how you started your business uh, and you've been going through years. What kind of impact have the last two years of the pandemic uh, had on the businesses? Uh, are there anything that you found that you've had to overcome that you didn't expect, other than a pandemic, of course? Um <laughs> But, you know, what, what kind of things, what kind of lessons have you learned along the way that perhaps you might be able to share with the listeners as well be, before we move on? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am now without it. I mean, it was a horrible thing that happened. Um, and there was a lot of tragedy involved. But, mm. yeah, for my business, it was a game changer. It got me out of selling time for money, which is... Yep. the faster you can get out of that box when you run a business by yourself the faster you get somewhere so 
um, I lost all my clients uh, when COVID hit and it, you know, it, I had to do that sort of rapid evolution thing where you go, yeah. well, if it's not that, what is it? Um, so yeah, I genuinely wouldn't be where I am now, but I do think it's made the type of marketing that I do and I believe in much harder um, because oh, yeah, right. that's interesting. because I don't do pressure selling. Um, yeah. I don't do the whole limited spots, doors closing. I don't do discounts. I don't do yeah. sales, all of that stuff that's rooted in triggering someone's fear response. I don't do. And it doesn't mean sometimes I don't fall into a should trap yeah, and yeah. do something and then go, Oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. So I do, um, I have actually apologized to my entire email list before because I caught myself following a, that trend. And then I went, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, you've done the thing that you hate. Um, yeah. I did like a limited time offer and then I just felt really sick afterwards and was like, Oh, you've, <laughs> you've done the thing yeah, that yeah. you don't yeah. agree with. So yeah, it, it makes it harder because you are more, and I'm quite a sensitive person. So you know, like January, February this year, everyone I followed up with who I was having conversations with last year had an awful Christmas. Yeah. You know, like they were ill, uh, things didn't work out, people lost loved ones, like, and I'm not, I, I, I just have to sit back then and, you know, be there for people, but I can't yeah. sell in that space and I just yeah. have to take that, you know? So yeah, it has made it harder because people are all struggling under a, a sort of there's the covid weight and then there's life on top of that yeah and it's interesting because yeah i mean yeah i, I fall in that trap in in the same way and you know i've read daniel Priestley's booked oversubscribed as as well and there are different ways you can do that without saying only 50 seats available or you know limited offer and, and when you look at retail, particularly here in the uk dfs have killed oh, that you know, <laughs> none of us believe that the sale ends this weekend because it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> you know, it never does, does it? Yeah. Uh, and I think sometimes, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but sometimes I have had to limit things. So if I've had a seminar and it's been face to face and I'm talking years ago now, you know, I did only have a room that had 25 people in it. Uh, and I have turned people away and said, I'm sorry, but it is full. I, I can't take any more bookings for it. Uh, and the ones that really wind me up are the ones that you know, like DFS, where they're, they're giving you a limited time offer, but you absolutely can see that it's a false offer and you know, it's $12,000, but if you buy today, I'll do it for six. I remember going to a network meeting in Lincoln uh, not that long before COVID, and this guy stood up and said he was quite a, quite a renowned speaker and he said, I've got a, a boot camp, but I'm running a two-day boot camp, and it's £4,000 normally, but because you're here today, I'm going to give it you for £1,000. But if you buy it today, I'll give it you for £400. Now, hold on a minute, you've gone from 4000 yeah. to 400 <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's some, yeah, it doesn't do anybody any justice. No. It's trying to sell it, but it, you know, the buyers, but people, some people were actually rushing up saying, I can't believe he's doing it 400 pounds and running up to him with their credit cards, trying to secure it for 400 pounds. Yeah. I thought, yeah, it'll still be 400 pounds tomorrow. Mm. And that's the thing is, if there's a good reason, like you said, you've got a room 
it fills up. Yep. I ran a group program last year. I didn't want more than 12 people because I didn't want, I wanted everyone to have a good level of one to one support yeah, yeah. for me. Um, but it's just being sensitive about how you use that. You know, you're, I've always tried to do the thing of, of transparency versus it's a stick to beat someone with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think there's a way to do that in your marketing where you go, 10 of the 25 slots are gone, grab yours here versus don't miss out, only 15 left. You know, like there's yeah, a yeah. line you can walk where you're being transparent and honest, but you're not using it as a, yeah. just another little thumb to push someone down with yeah. and that is a line it's difficult to walk but I think it I I just don't want to leave myself after I've sent a, some email marketing out feeling like I need a shower you know yeah 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 <laughs> and I think yeah for those listening to this I think it's it's a line to walk from both sides it's a line to walk very carefully when you're making a purchase to determine whether it's a a real offer whether it's real yeah. value uh, and to perhaps interrogate it a little bit more, mm. you know, as well, and think about it and look for the the empathy. You know, are these people that are trying to sell me this really connected with me? Are they really understanding me? Are they really talking to me? Because if you're not that kind of person, if I tried to sell to you in that way, you would completely be turned off by it. So, you know, do they really connect with me? Um, but certainly for any listeners listening to this that are actually running an event or selling something, it's something to have a have a rethink about and make sure it's done in a uh, sort of sympathetic way because i think you're right you know with the other christmas and i've seen it so much even just recently people are so much more attuned to the sensitivity of their behaviors and how they make decisions at the moment still that we as people trying to sell to them should tune into those shouldn't we and we should be you know uh, trying to understand the way that people feel more yeah and that, and that is honestly like empathy is a really underrated underutilized tool in marketing you know treat your customers and clients how do you how you'd want to be treated as human beings and you'll be amazed what happens it's like the other day i was thinking about this myth that all the gurus put out there that you can um you know you can put out a group program or something and random people will buy it and I, yeah. and I thought well what about if you thought it the other like if you were going to invest a thousand pounds in a group program would you ever do that having not spoken to the person leading it yeah probably not yeah you'd want at least some relationship for that yeah. amount of money and yeah but this myth that random people will turn up on your website and buy your stuff without meeting you it's just yeah. like, and would int- you want them to you know well, like, no. then it- you're not you're not checking in to make sure that you, you've got the right kind of vibe yeah. and relationship. It, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, I was having a conversation about this with somebody the other day. And the people that generally are selling the the, the training and the, the instructions about doing something exactly like you've just said there, Siobhan, is they're the ones that have such credibility and visibility. They've been around for 30-odd years doing what they do. And people believe that, you know, they signed up for their course without speaking to them because they're so renowned. For the rest of us mere mortals, that's something we don't have the privilege of. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. You know, why would people buy from a total stranger? You might say, well, somebody like Dean Graziozzi or Jenna Kutcher is a total stranger. I've been on a couple of their courses. I've never spoken personally to them. 
but I know enough of them to, yeah. to, to, to understand what it is that I'm getting myself into. And they're, either, they're what it, one of my friends calls business famous. Business famous. <laughs> you can go, you can, you will walk about your local town, no one will recognize you, but in the business world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like right. you said, that's, they've that's got that true, reputation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the other thing with that is that even they have to do some kind of connection. They put out yeah. promo videos and they, they do conversations to camera like we're doing now where you feel that they are talking to you, don't they? So even they have to do some kind of connection with their potential audience before they will buy it as well. Without that, you know, yeah. somebody just put text up, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy anybody's programme, to be yeah. honest. And I still want to see is, a smiley face and a pair of eyes on it. Yeah, and the thing is they've got a marketing team to help them run a huge marketing oh, yeah. machine, which yeah. most of us don't. And one of the most... Like people that come to me and they go, oh, I feel like I need to do some marketing. I'm like, well, do you say words to other human beings about your business? You're already doing marketing. Yeah. And if yeah. you've got a successful business that runs through referrals and word of mouth and networking, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You don't yeah, need yeah. Facebook ads, you know? Like, yeah, do more of it. Yeah. yeah, just do more of the good stuff that you're already doing. Yeah, 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 I'm a bit of a like, I have like a machete. Yeah. <laughs> not a real one but uh, i feel like i'm constantly helping people cut through the shoulds yeah yeah. yeah and for the listeners siobhan was actually waving a hand then not not a machete <laughs> Doing so, like yeah. a really rubbish karate <laughs> <Yeah>. top <laughs> they look like you were trying to cut through a jungle so that was all right that was all right we'll, we'll go with that <laughs> you got it yeah so if people want to find out more about you the unconventional business academy uh, reveal marketing where do people go to find out more about about you and connect with you and is there anything you want to send people to um well you can find me on linkedin where i share lots of thoughts about reframing things in business a lot of the things okay. that we've covered today um my instagram account is uh siobhan underscore reveals and that's i've, I've let go of the beautiful grid which <laughs> which hurts right. but that's more just random musings from all the areas of my life okay um and yeah, uh, you can find out about the Unconventional Business Academy, a bit more about me and how I work and all of that good stuff on uh, revealmarketinguk.com. It's all there. Okay. So just give us that website again. And if you can spell your name, just so we have no confusion oh, about yeah. how to spell the name. So Siobhan is S-I-O-B-H-A-N. Um, and the website is revealmarketinguk.com. Great. And we'll make sure that those details are in the show notes as well. So if you want to know where they are, listeners, you'll find them in the show notes. So if you could give Siobhan, and you've given us some, some great tips uh, already there uh, and some, some real understanding of some things that we could be thinking about in our own businesses and the way that we buy things and the way that we sell things uh, and market things. If you could give the listeners one tip or one lesson that they can take away, that they can do something with, what would that be in this episode? I would say it's to remember that everything you put out there in your content, your message, your marketing, it, even if it's about you, it's not for you. So mm. it's remembering that, you know, when you feel pressure to post on LinkedIn or to do an email or put something out there, it's not for you. It's for your audience. It's for your audience to see themselves in. So even yeah. if you're sharing your story and you're like, oh, so many of my clients and membership um, 
community comes to me and go oh, I don't like sharing things about myself but it's you're telling your story so that your ideal audience can see themselves in it and relate to you so it can be a really useful reframe to help you separate yourself when you're doing marketing or <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah just remembering it's for them yeah 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 and I think that's that's a great tip that all the listeners could uh, take something from you know I, I have a, a phrase that I think somebody told me once that yeah I look at people's messages sometimes and I say you just weed all over yourself <laughs> yeah because it's everything is about them and it's and they're, they're writing it for them not yeah. for their audience and yeah. you know uh, that's I can't remember who told it me it's probably somebody like Dan Kennedy or somebody like that but uh, yeah um, that's that's a great great tip for people that are struggling perhaps that are listening to that and thinking okay well I, I always find myself falling into that win all over myself trap is is there is there one thing that you could perhaps get people to put into something that perhaps might just help them make that shift because I think I think a lot of people listening to that will be saying that's that's great and they hear other people say that but you know put yourself in the customer's shoes you know connect to us but many people still find it difficult when they've got a blank sheet of paper in front of them yeah so that is about one of the things I always say to people is take it back to basics so start with your job title or your industry in the middle of a piece of paper and just or or put it into answerthepublic.com and see how basic the questions are that people are asking for me it's always what is marketing what is strategy um you know what like I talk about bro marketing a lot what is that Uh, what is the best way to market my business what is a marketing message and you'll be surprised what you know that other people don't know Ah, okay I like that that's That's always a good place to start and it takes your ego out of it yeah 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 and I love the putting the job title in the middle of the page well not the top of the page because that's where most people start isn't it so yeah that's great spider diagram I'm all about a spider diagram (laughs) great yeah spider diagrams and mind maps (laughs) yeah so thinking about your your next coffee I'm I'm going to ask you a, a slightly different question then Okay, because you've got your little boy going off to school soon. When when your little boy's at school and you are off to have a coffee somewhere, what would be a great place, one of the first places you would think of where you can just go and get that coffee, knowing that your little boy's safely at school and enjoying himself, being a, uh, a human being and on his way to adulthood now? Where would that coffee be? um probably oh she's back (laughs) the cat's back um oh we've got so many lovely places in Winchester but yeah I would definitely take my laptop to either one that's near my house we've got a lovely little place called Little Kitchen right um it's quite sort of hipstery but Yeah. yeah and there's a little bar that um they've put against the window so you can watch the world go by oh like people watch yeah people watch yeah. and just take my laptop and write i think that great um yeah that would be my yeah that would be my thing to do oh my god okay. she's now drinking my water just go away. <laughs> so we we did in the bio say that siobhan lives in uh hampshire with her cat notice the cat was first 
cat, husband, and son. <laughs> Not husband, son, and cat. No, so she came first. <laughs> she she predates husband. So I have to. Oh, do she? Order. Oh, well, actually, we give her the right to sit on your desk and look longingly at you as she's doing right now. <laughs> so that makes more sense now, then. Makes more sense. Well, look. Thank you for being a great guest. I think you've given us some some great things to contemplate on and to think about. And you know, we did manage to sneak the little uh, sort of box underneath you to get you on 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 that box and do a little bit about pressure selling. Um, and obviously, it's good to know the insights that you've had into your own business. And I think you know the the unpicking the gunk for me is something that I definitely will take away from this and and share with people because I think a lot of listeners listening to this will have some connection with that and i think it's really important perhaps if they're still struggling with that to do that and to persevere with that and i think you've shown us the benefits of that so thank you for being a a great guest and you've got to tell us the name of the cat by the way cookie cookie so thank you for being a great guest Siobhan and thank you cookie for being (laughs) on the podcast as well (laughs) and listeners as you know this is part of my mission to help you be better aware better educated uh, and held accountable so Go out and do something with what Siobhan's told you today. Go out there, look at the way that you're being sold to. Look at the way that you're saying to other people uh, and just consider what Siobhan's talked about and help her put her mission out there to change that and you know perhaps look at unconventional uh, marketing strategies and do things differently. And yeah, you know, think about how you can put your audience more into the content and marketing that you're putting out there as well and as always leave us a review tell us what you've done differently tell us what you've learned from this leave us a review and i look forward to seeing you on next podcast bye for now thank you for listening don't forget if you'd like any help and support with your business do get in touch with simon and to discover what your business needs you to fix next visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.